welcome to another episode of Seizing Adulthood with me, AD. And me, Herwin. A weekly podcast where we talk about our misadventures in adulthood so that you can learn from mistakes without having to make them. And we can tell you how not to adult. Before anything else, this episode is quite a few days late as our podcast hosting site has been the target of a DDoS attack for the past few days. The attack has taken the site down a few times, and while it's now back online, they're still cleaning up the mess and the attacks could begin again. And DDoS, or Distributed Denial of Service Attacks, aren't uncommon. It's basically a malicious attempt to disrupt the normal traffic of a server, service, or network by overwhelming it with a flood of internet traffic. But the thing is, why a podcast hosting site? Well, I mean, for the attackers, it's why not? Also, according to our host, this is actually the first time someone has taken them offline in over their 11 years in the business. They also mentioned that the attackers even attempted to extort them by promising to end the attacks if they paid them money. So, yikes. Yeah, yikes indeed. And we're glad it's over. We're back, they're working harder to mitigate attacks, and we hope they won't encounter a problem like this in the future. Yes, they have to ramp up their security to avoid that in the future. Anyway, back to our episode topic. Last episode, we talked about ways to survive a breakup. And although Valentine's is over, love is still in the air because it's still February and it's still the love month. Technically, there are still four days left for this month, and as you mentioned, last episode was about heartaches, but this week will be all about butterflies in the stomach. The good kind. Yeah, because this time, we will be talking about the early stages of dating and romance, from crushes to MUs to DTRs and to becoming official. Do you even remember your first crush? Uh, Of course. The first boy I ever had a crush on was also the first guy I ever punched. Ooh. And then after that, since I grew up in an exclusive school setting, I transitioned to having crushes on fictional characters because I didn't have a crush on girls since... Or until I reached 6th grade, I think. So from Mamoru Chiba, aka Tuxedo Mask, to Shine from Akazukin Chacha. Mm-hmm. And the worst anime crush I've ever had, and by worst, I mean yung patay na patay ako, like, I would use every 11-11 wish just so this anime dude would come to life. Guess who? Kilala mo yan? Yes, of course. Yung pangalan ng sushihan, si Takahome Suzaku. Shut up, it's not. Takehome pala, Takehome. <laughs> no, it's Tamahome or Takasukunami. I Suzaku. hate you. Uh, anyway, I then moved on to Haru Glory from Rave Master. You know mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. And that even explains why my early usernames and email address addresses mm-hmm. were Ellie underscore San Seven. Ha. That's what three one seven three. Yeah. It also comes with the territory back then that I also wanted to have huge jugs like Ellie. Wow. <laughs> In the anime. So okay. How about you? Do you still remember your first crush? Or if not, did you have any fictional crushes like me? My first crush was this girl who rode the same school bus with me. Uh, she was from STC. So. <laughs> I can't remember her name anymore, but I think she was half Caucasian because she was really white and not you like were, the Asian white. You were whitewashed. Yeah, whitewashed. Uh, and, I mean, uh, typical Pinoy culture <laughs> na basta maputi kahit wala namang itsura, maganda na agad. <laughs> well, in your case, ka school bus mo lang na babae. Yeah, and, like she was just behind, we were sitting in front and she was just behind us. So like, wow, 
I just look at the mirror and like, hmm, I see her. Anyway. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> I was young. I was young. And anyway, for fictional characters, no doubt it was Rei Ayanami from Evangelion. Since I even bought a cheap laminated card of her from Comic Alley and I kept it in my wallet. <laughs> just waifu yeah waifu <laughs> my first waifu i also collected those though they're called photo cards fyi i didn't even know what they were called yeah they were fo- photo cards i know and i had hundreds of those and even had albums bata palang collector slash hoarder na mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. anyway it's funny how the definition of the word crush itself is kind of letting you down already do you huh? know why why because according to google's dictionary which well what's google's dictionary from Oh, it's powered by Oxford Languages. So, crush is defined as a brief but intense infatuation intense. for someone, especially someone unattainable. Oh, there. So, that's the key word, unattainable. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> having a crush on someone, whether it's a real person, a celebrity, or even a fictional character, means you are interested. So, if someone has a crush on you, you're interesting. Max. Yeah, and sometimes people can become way too interested. But can we actually say that being a fan and having a crush on someone or whoever is a bit synonymous? Because, right, when you're a fan of anything or anyone, you're usually an overly enthusiastic admirer. Well, I guess there are certain factors that can actually differentiate someone who fangirls or fanboys over someone between someone who has a crush on whoever. Okay, I don't want to dig in deeper, but hey, maybe that can be a future podcast episode. How not to let a fandom consume you. (laughs) Or how not to be a simp. (laughs) I'll take note of that. We have a lot of friends who can actually contribute to that topic, including us. Including you, not me. Why me? (laughs) Anyway, for this episode, as mentioned earlier, we are exploring the early stages of dating and romance. Is there a proper way to ask someone out? Do people actually pursue their crushes? And when is the perfect time to DTR? Are there ways to soften the blow of rejection? How can you tell if you stand a chance with someone you like? And the most important question of all... Is there a way to tell if a person is even worth taking a chance on? Join us for this episode as we talk about the things to avoid in the early stages of a relationship and listen to us tell you how not to ruin your chance of starting a relationship. Having a crush on someone is like one of the best feelings in the world because of the kilig factor. Does Kilig even have a direct English translation? <laughs> I was ready for this if you ever asked. And I googled wow. it just a few minutes ago. <laughs> Romantic excitement. Wow. Like yeah. Norzinigang, Asim Kilig. Oh, shit. That, that was a bad dad joke. Ready ka because. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, Podcast. you're not even a dad yet, but you have a dad's humor already. So, Tito jokes. Uh, Tito jokes, yeah. Oh no, you're no longer the cool uncle. No. But anyway... Romantic excitement doesn't really capture the meaning of the word kilig. And relationships, of course, have stages. Although we would talk about the predictable stages that couples experience in a dating relationship, for this episode, we will be focusing more on the early stages. So stages one and two, probably. Mm-hmm. Yung mga landian factor muna. Because if you screw up on those stages, you may not even progress to the next one. <laughs> the most exciting parts and stages. Yeah. 
So anyway, if you think you want to try starting a relationship with someone so you won't blow your chance, here is how not to ruin your chance of starting a relationship. Tip number one, do not be too clingy. All right, define clingy. Clingy is being needy. I'm not sure if I answered your question, but I guess it's when someone is overly attached and at some point emotionally dependent. Yeah. And when I was courting AD, I was actually afraid of trying to smother her with messages because she might think that (laughs) I'm too clingy. Although I did make sure to check up on her every now and then, I also had to make sure that I made time for myself. Eventually, this carried over to when we were together and until we got married. Mm -hmm. So please, please, please make time for yourself. Go out alone. Do something recreational. Balance out your life with your partner and how you were before they came to your life. Right. You see, the problem with clinginess is when a person's overattachment becomes obsessive to the point that you're not giving the other person their personal space. And since we're talking about the early stages... This is assumed that the relationship isn't even official yet. It's just starting. Mm-hmm. So actually, major red flag na agad when someone is too clingy. Because if they're already like that at the start, and you're already feeling a bit suffocated by it, address it early or get out of it. And can I just add that clinginess doesn't just happen in romantic relationships. Yeah. But it can also happen in friendships. Like, I personally know someone who gaslights people and makes them think they aren't good friends just because, according to this person, the other friends don't give the same amount of effort in the friendship like this person is giving. Tapos gusto pa niya lagi siyang updated sa lahat ng personal lives ng mga kaibigan niya. But the thing is, there are things that you want to share and there are things that you want to keep to yourself. Yikes, talk about toxic friendships. <laughs> but yeah, clinginess can happen in other relationships as well. Also, everyone should learn how to enjoy their own company. Like prior to the pandemic, when I'm not with you, I enjoy having coffee on my own mm-hmm. or even eating at a restaurant on my own, which my friend actually thought was weird. Kasi daw, air quotes, kawawang tignan na magisa doing those, thi- those things in public. But the thing is, there's something wrong with that perspective alone. Bakit ka naman kawawa? Porkit mag-isa ka. Yeah, and remember whenever you don't dig a movie I want to see? Yeah. I don't force you, and I just watch it on my own. Nothing wrong about that. One shouldn't lose their individuality just because they're entering a relationship or they are in a relationship. Right. Retain your sense of self. Continue liking the things you like and doing the things you do. Because if you do lose yourself in a relationship and... It unfortunately ends, ano matitika sa'yo? A broken individual because you've invested yourself too much into something that made you lose yourself in the process. When you want to start a relationship with someone, don't be too clingy because it can make the person you like feel exhausted from whatever emotional, mental, or physical demands you're asking for. Remember that a healthy relationship requires personal space and development and not being clingy gives your partner a chance to miss you and appreciate you. Right. So that's it for tip number one. Do not be too clingy. Moving on to tip number two. Do not display jealousy right away. Jealousy is a bitch. It feels like a mixture of getting pissed, anger, and despair. It's like building a wall around your soon-to-be partner even before any commitments are made. And if, Yeah, true. And if you're on the receiving end of jealousy, be ready for a long, drawn conversation. 
Jealousy is a factor that can easily mess up your chances since your mind plays tricks in your head and it makes you do really stupid things. Try not to overthink about their actions and the best thing to do is communicate rather than make assumptions. But the question here is, is it okay to be jealous even if you're not in a relationship with a person yet? I mean, it can't be helped, right? Because it's a natural defense mechanism. When someone is attempting or trying to get something that you want, of course, you'll feel threatened. But the issue is learning how to manage it. Ilugang mo naman yung selos mo. Mm-hmm. Baka naman wala naman dapat pagselosan to begin with. And this is why communication is important. Yung iba naman kasi would find ways to make a person jealous. Yeah. It's like a test to see if a person is interested. But the thing is, no need for that if you can communicate things properly. Yeah, mag-involve ka pa ng ibang tao when you can just talk things out with someone and not give yourself the hassle. Right? Yeah, right. Just because you have a feeling doesn't mean you have to act on it. After all, jealousy is such a deep-seated emotion that it often feels like it's hard to control. But there are ways to get over it. Don't let it take over you as it may ruin your chance of a relationship. Always choose to communicate your feelings positively instead. So that's it for tip number two. Do not display jealousy right away. But before we move on to tip number three, let us answer the first few questions we had earlier. So question number one, is there a proper way to ask someone out? Hmm. Hmm. I don't think there's a proper way to ask someone out. Maybe you could ask a person out uh, the same way you ask a friend to hang out. Maybe Mm. that could work. It kind of has to come out as natural as it can. And if you're afraid of rejection, well, it's something that you have to be prepared for. After all, you can't expect that the answer would always be yes. Remember, the regret of not trying is the biggest regret of all. Yeah, because the way you would ask someone out would depend on the person. It's personalized. There's just no one way to do it. Be creative, be simple, be cute, you do you. Which makes me also wonder... If people actually pursue their crushes, yung attainable ha, not the celebrity or fictional ones. Well, I think the question here is why not? Unless, of course, you're stepping on someone else's foot, then go for it. Uh, Like I said, the regret of not trying is the biggest regret of all. I mean, that's what I did with you. (laughs) And look at us now. Nux. Yeah. (laughs) Also, back then, girls just expected boys to make the first move, but... That's not the case right now. Normalize women making the first move, right? It's not taboo, and there's absolutely no reason for women not to be the first ones who go for it. Speaking of crushes, we even ask people the things they do when they have a crush on someone. So let's read some of their responses. Okay, so I guess we read out their Instagram names. Mm -hmm. And wait, there are over 40 responses, so... Let's just read out 10. 10, yes. Yeah, 10. So you can scroll na lang. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll go first. According to <laughs> Sushi Sashimimi, I use my sexy eyes and make pa cute but subtle lang. Oh, that's nice. Because if I actually did that, that would be very creepy. Yeah, you can't do the sexy eyes. I can't do smiles. I'm trying it now. No. So, okay, next one. According to Mikachi Art, I visit their profile on Facebook. Oh, easiest way to stalk someone. Yeah, check their and Facebook account. If you're extra creepy, use Google, but with specific keywords, <laughs> you know. 
Okay, so this one naman. Uh, according to Orkanes, I flirt. So, just two words. I flirt. Classic move. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, uh, according this one. to RJ Bernardo, I Google them. Nako, RJ. Nako, lagot ka kay Za. Hair gel. Hair gel. <laughs> okay, next one is uh, C-Jar... Wait, C-J-R-X-S. Yeah, C- the burger. Jarks. <laughs> you no, suck. Anyway, I'm sorry if I'm watching your name, but it's... The username is C-J-A-R-X-S. So, according to her, laugh at his jokes. As in OA levels kahit corny. Hey, I did that with you. Kahit yeah. ngayon, I still laugh at your jokes. Your stupid jokes. <laughs> so... And according to hazy underscore line, stalk, then my laughing emoji. Mm-hmm. Emojis convey a deeper meaning. Wow. Wow. Okay, next one, uh, re underscore Anne. So she said, check online. Check yeah. On- yeah. Yeah, check online. Check yeah, online. Yeah, LinkedIn. Pero <laughs> you need an account for you to check their account. So make one. And this one, Maple Funheart. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of Animal Crossing. She said, look them up on Facebook. Mm, new age, pero dati tayo. Friends Facebook lang. or Twitter, I guess. Friends lang dati. And, oh, here, one of our veteran listeners, Josephe, according to her, stalk that person on social media. I still stalk my partner kahit magkasama kami lagi. Ooh, I think that's normal for couples to do now. I guess. Mm-hmm. But I don't do that with you. I, nah. I don't care what you do on social media because I, I don't you... do anything in social yeah. media. Herman's not the type to actually log on anything, log yeah. in or any, on anything on social. Yeah, like he has social media accounts, but he rarely if updates them. If I need them, it, so. I'll use it. Yeah. If I don't, it's just there. And okay, I guess this is the last one. Another veteran listener of ours, it's Emily. And she said, I give them gifts. Ooh, Ooh 80s pro move. Wow. Uh, don't forget, <laughs> if she gives you anything she made, she likes you. I do. I mean, even as a friend. If I give you anything I made, I like you because that means I exerted effort and time. Yay! <laughs> anyway, thank you to everyone who sent in their replies. Thank you. Yeah. Apparently, in this day and age, well, based on the replies we got or mm-hmm. the other responses we didn't even read out anymore, people choose to, of course, check the presence of the people they like on social media. Kasi siyempre, once you find their account, it doesn't matter if it's in private or public you will get at least an idea of how a person is like based on the stuff you see online. So, the easiest way is Instagram. Uh, what they post can sometimes easily show if you'd want to continue stalking or not, what their friends are like, or if that person has commendable uh, social circles or hobbies. What are commendable social circles? Could they have good friends. How would you know friends? that from a photo? I don't know. That's being judgmental, ano ba? Oh, dang. But anyway, I think it's not Instagram. If you want to learn more about a person online, you Google. Yeah, LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn? <laughs> anyway, of course, besides checking online, I would have asked their friends how they're like. Uh, another side story. Herwin actually did this back then. He simped so hard oh God, over this did. local oh artist to the point that he even asked her if they could meet. It was brutal on his part, uh, and at the same time, laughable. Yeah, and she's kind of famous now, <laughs> so I won't mention her artworks. Well, you, why did you have to mention her art, right? So Local artist, you said. Yeah, 
No, well, I said local. Did I say artist? Yeah, I said local okay, artist. Fine. Anyway, uh, ma- madali lang siya, madali lang siya itrace. And hindi ko siya for a few months before 80, so mga rebound 2011 crush niya kasi. pa yun. Yeah, it was 2011. <laughs> if you check his Tumblr, you would see all no. their interactions. <laughs> Shit, no. You can't find my Tumblr. Anyway, thanks for everyone again who sent in their replies and Shit. reactions to our story. So let's move on to tip it. number three. <laughs> Do not neglect the red flags. Okay, galit na galit siya kasi alam niyo nakakaya yung mga pinagagawa niya. Yeah, I and I think the last time you tried to have us meet was... I didn't try to have you guys meet. We just happened to see her in freaking Singapore. Like, how is that possible? No, the free comic book day thing. You're the one exposing yourself. Okay, Okay, guys, remember, if you want to trace who his former crush was, (laughs) just Google FCBD. All the local artists there. (laughs) Okay, but anyway, going back to the topic, what are red flags? So, they're basically signs of possible problems that may come out of a relationship based on what a person is showing through their words and actions. Did I explain that right? Right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes <laughs> and sense. And there are actually a lot of red flags to watch out for in relationships. But of course, we won't be talking about them. Instead, we will be stressing the importance of not neglecting them. Right. Because when we're attracted to someone, we tend to put them on this high pedestal and that any negative thing they do is simply set aside. And once you get together with them, these negative things tend to rear their ugly heads since we failed to notice them early on or we just failed to address them. And did I, did I have any red flags when I was courting you? Uh, I don't remember you having red flags. Cause oh, yeah. Like what people kept saying, you're the boy version of myself, only kinder and less palaban. True soft boy talaga. True boy. But I guess the real issue I had about you were your wardrobe choices back then. And uh, I knew crap. I had to make you realize that those weren't such good choices. Yeah, I really <laughs> dressed bad back then. I never really cared about how I presented myself until after I met AD. So, uh, I, I looked trashy. Like, literally trashy. Trashy. Ginandahan mo pa. Basura. Like all like, those stupid statement tees. Way to put me down. The weird shoes but yeah yeah he has like, improved McDo shoes. <laughs> clown anyway uh that's it for tip number three do not neglect the red flags moving on to tip number four do not forget to define the relationship or dtr defining the relationship simply sets up ground rules with your upcoming partner Setting boundaries around your needs, wants, and desires, and clearly defining what you would want or expect from them is an important talk before making a commitment with someone. It could simply be seeing each other casually, or just being friends with benefits, or maybe exclusively dating. Letting the other person know of what you have in mind gives a clear picture of what to expect. And if you do decide to agree on the terms you have laid out for each other, Prepare to do this once in a while. And we actually DDR'd early in the relationship. Well, duh. We made it official after two weeks of dating and one year flirting. Yeah, so two weeks of flirting dating. online. <laughs> dating mm-hmm. physically. Yes, love it. <laughs> Thank you, Tumblr. Thank you, Twitter. <laughs> anyway, uh, defining oh my your God, relationship. I just realized, what? Uh, 
back when we were still on Tumblr, that was also around the time when Alyssa Lam was also still on Tumblr. Ooh, Connect. Yeah, Cecil <laughs> Hotel. No, because yeah. we just watched the Netflix show. And whatever. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, defining your relationship is an integral part of any commitment. And it's something that eventually evolves with time. Since DTR is essentially the air quotes talk of a relationship, the question is, when is the perfect time to do it? And I think this would always depend on the type of relationship you're having, but it's better to do it right when things are just in the middle of being steady and not yet too serious. People can't read minds. Talk it out. After all, DTRing will give you an idea of what your expectations should be from the relationship. And that's it for tip number four. Do not forget to define the relationship. Moving on to tip number five, do not lose your sense of self. And we actually mentioned a bit of this in tip number one. Yeah, we did. And I believe this is a topic we've stressed more than enough. The basic question to ask yourself about this tip is, what defines me? Will I lose my sense of self once I enter a relationship? Personal identity is often lost in this day and age. People tend to like what is readily convenient and go for what everyone else would prefer. Why? Because it's easier to find comfort knowing that you belong to a certain fad or nasa uso ka. And this trend doesn't really fall short when it comes to relationships. You try to eventually meld yourself into what your partner would want you to be to avoid certain fights and eventually end up losing the things that define you. I guess the point here is to not make yourself appear as someone you're not just to please the person you like. You can support your partner, but you don't have to engage in like everything they do. Like There was a time in our lives prior to the pandemic when I would go with Herwin whenever he would watch local wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. Wrestling. Yep, they exist. There's PWR or... Philippine, uh, Philippine Wrestling, Wrestling Revolution. Okay, and MWF. Uh, Manila Wrestling Federation. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and I've actually been to some of their matches because, hey, I supported Herwin until one time. Until one time. So, story time. Let me tell you the story of my unfortunate incident during a wrestling match. She was a casualty. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, go ahead. So... A few years ago, I decided to go with Herwin and his friends to a PWR match. So, okay, support. I Mm -hmm. mean, I never really liked wrestling. I never understood the point of all the scripted violence. But hey, it's an art. I can tell you. It is. I can tell you that. And even if it doesn't really interest me, I still find the wrestlers cool, especially their fun outfits and funky characters. But anyway, like any other fandom, of course there is a certain type of culture involved in wrestling. So people just seem to know what to shout, when to shout, what to say, and all that. And I'm just, what the hell is happening? Or what the hell are they doing? Too sweet. I was always out of place. But anyway, during one match, while everyone was shouting and cheering and all, I guess everyone anticipated it because the people around me were all moving. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? At ito naman si Herwin, wala man lang warning or pasabi. Yes. Apparently, may isang move or whatever you call it na pala nagagawin yung wrestlers. And for a split second between being confused and not knowing what to do, bigla na lang akong tumalsik. And my bag and phone flew elsewhere. And the next thing I know, I was lying on the floor with two freaking wrestlers next to me nagsasapakan. But... <laughs> 
they saw me. It was fun. So the wrestler on top went out of character and just lifted me up and apologized and then handed me over to a medic or something. Tapos nagsapakan sila ulit like nothing happened. She was hit with a splash like from the top <laughs> turnbuckle to the outside, to the crowd. Yeah, I was like, in straight. the middle of all that mess. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I was under two wrestlers, uh, I don't know, wrestling in between the violence yeah and then suddenly they were wrestling on top of me and then next to me and i was like oh my god what's happening and if you're all wondering where herwin was during all this chaos i was far away he was there screaming with his friends and cheering them on at di man lang niya naalala na yung asawa niya kasama niya at nadaganan na ng mga wrestlers like yeah thanks this is awesome this is awesome Sayang. Honestly, sana ako na lang yung tinamaan ng splash. Why would you want to get hit? And yeah, you're there I'm to part, watch. I'm you're not there I to participate. participate. You're not yeah, there to participate. And if I get hit by that splash, if I got hit by that splash, I'd sell it so well that they might even get me as an extra. Wow. So, PWR, in your future events, I want to be a young boy. <laughs> Young boy, young boy down. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, tagahawak ng jacket ng Yolo. Oh, twins, that's true. So, but yeah. whatever. Anyway, Yolo. that was the last time I ever tried pretending to like something Herwin likes. Anyway, yeah. since that day, I never really forced her to watch PWR with me. Yeah, that was traumatic. Yeah, anyway, and to she, be part of a wrestling did, match, I never signed did, up for. She did, however, watch a couple more shows in the Power Max Center, but she went there on her own accord. I didn't force her in any way. She genuinely <laughs> I went there because my shows. nephews were there. So. Yes, so, yeah, I didn't force her. Anyway, learn from my experience. <laughs> Do not pretend to like something you really don't. Yeah. Baha kayo na wrestlers. Splash! Anyway, how can one not lose their sense of self? Simple. You have to understand that the relationship you have with yourself is the most important one in your life. True, true. That's why it's important to establish a strong foundation while you're still single. Also, your relationship with yourself is the foundation of any other relationship you will have. So it makes sense to prioritize and nurture it. And not losing your sense of self will also help you set healthy boundaries, which prevents you from losing your identity in a relationship. And that's it for tip number five. Do not lose your sense of self. But before we end this episode, let's try answering the last three questions we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fir- for the first one. Oh, no, the, the third one, third rather. One. Yeah. yeah. How can one soften the blow of a rejection? Hmm, is there hmm. a way? Yeah, I think any form of rejection is hard, but a good way to do this is to be honest and provide a reason. Right. Don't let the person guess the reasons. If you are to reject someone, do it graciously and give an explanation. An explanation will surely make the rejection a bit easier to receive if you can honestly let the person know why. At least alam nila yung dahilan. So uh, anyway, the next question is how can you tell if you stand a chance with someone you like? Mm. Oh, wait. So I guess this depends on the signs a person is giving. If he or she seems to show interest or continues to communicate often, then that's a good sign. But be realistic and don't give the simplest actions deeper meanings. It's all about the social cues, and if you're the type of person who's bad at that sort of thing, 
call a friend. Yeah, basically you have to assess the level of engagement they give you, especially their body language. And off to our last question, which is the most important question of all. Is there a way to tell if a person is even worth taking a chance on? And honestly, I said it before and I'll say it again. The regret of not trying is the biggest regret of all. For me, it's the gut feeling. I know what I'm about to say is somehow crazy and people would say, but not everyone can do that because there's also saying that love is blind, blah, 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 blah. But it doesn't matter, right? If you feel that a person makes you feel that you're the best version of yourself when you're with them, then yes, that person is worth your time and effort and is worth taking a chance on. I mean, that's how I felt with you from the start. Oh, <laughs> So acting. <laughs> Anyway, we do hope these tips come in handy if you guys ever decided to want to start a relationship. And before we end this episode, let us go through the tips mentioned earlier for how not to ruin your chance of starting a relationship. Tip number one, do not be too clingy. Tip number two, do not display jealousy right away. Tip number three, do not neglect the red flags. Tip number four, do not forget to define the relationship. And finally, tip number five, do not lose your sense of self. We hope you learned something from this episode. Join us again next week when we talk about getting over a series after binge watching. Dealing with post-series hangovers. Hmm, Hmm. That's me throughout the whole quarantine. The longest (laughs) quarantine in the world, mind you. So, yeah, see you guys next week. Until next time, AD out. Bye. Music by Joshua Benzon. Editing by ADD. <laughs>